Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh, find her. Shit. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. Niggas. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Monday show. Welcome to I See Things a Little Differently. I am the Slow Chemical, and this is a great new week, great new start. Uh, Let's start off with positivity and productivity. Um, recording it on the rare Monday. Actually, not pre-recording it. Uh, yeah, I feel good. How do you guys feel? <laughs> you know, um, I feel, feel really positive. So, this week is going to be interesting. We have the Black Panther Wakanda Forever Review. Um, I have not recorded it yet. I have seen the movie. I'm going to actually text Nico and see if I can get him on. Well, I mean, I think we, we him and I already spoke about this. I don't know if he's seen it yet, though. But I'm probably going to record this show and that show back-to-back, just in case he has not. So he's still just in the bank, right? And so uh, we'll go from there. Uh, a lot of stuff this week. A lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of important stuff. And so... Let's get right to it. Let's just get into it. I was trying to have something clever to say, and uh, let's get right into it. Fuck it. AEW Dynamite. Uh, before we go in it, before we go into it, AEW just announced that they will be going to the UK for the first time in 2023. I I cannot remember the venue. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe Shad Khan, Tony Khan's father, owns a soccer stadium out out in the UK. Um. So, I believe that's where they're going to be doing it. And they've talked about doing this before. So, I would assume it was going to be for a big a big event. Maybe a Winter's Coming or a Grand Slam or something like that. You know, But they did announce that they will be in UK 2023. No more details have been given since then. So, let's get to it. Dynamite. Jay Lethal defeated Trent Beretta as it has been made official. Full gear. Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal will team up again for the second time in five months. After losing at Ric Flair's last match, they will be facing off with St- versus Sting and Darby Allen at full gear. Also, a, a new development, Samoa Joe has gone heel, laying out Warlow. We will have the TV champ of ROH versus the TNT champ of um, AW. This will be a good, this is going to be a hell of a fight. This is going to be interesting. I wonder what made them turn Joe heel. I wonder what's going on here. Joe's a hell of a talker, so I'm sure you can talk and say whatever, and I'll believe it, right? But I'm just curious as to where this is going to go. And but you have, now we're starting to see a lot of things that are going to translate into the ROH TV show, and so whatever moves that need to be made will be made. I'm interested in this one, though, for sure. Interested in this one. FTR and um, I can't I can't read my own handwriting. FTR teamed up with I can't read my own handwriting. It's so sad. Either way, an eight-man tag team uh, match. Eight, FTR and their tag team defeated the Gun Club and Swerve in Our Glory. Per Dave Meltzer, FTR will be at Wrestle Kingdom 
will be defending those new Japan World Tag Team Championships. I think that was expected. I think that's when they put the belts on us because they knew that they were going to be traveling champs. So, not surprised there. Soraya has announced that she is fully cleared. The first person she, she didn't say it's on AEW Dynamite. She said it's in an interview. She said the first one she told when she was cleared was Sasha Banks. And she made it official here that Full Gear, her first match in five years. It will be her versus Britt Baker. I'm not expecting this match to be great. I'm expecting it to be um, very slow, very plotting. I'm expecting it to be pretty bad, actually. Because she's knocking the ring raw stuff. It's been five years. But if they can get her anywhere near to where she used to be, they're getting a hell of a talent in this company. But um, hopefully, I'm saying this as positive as I can, hopefully she got cleared by more than the AEW doctors. MGF cut a promo, which was good. John Moxley cut a promo. Um, th- this match um, should be the crowning of a new AEW world champion. Obviously, I think I, I said this last week or two weeks ago, MGF is going to cheat to win this title. He will not have any integrity. It will be him cheating, using the firm to defeat John Moxley. Um, and just also a programming note: I will not be able to watch Full Gear this week. I'll be busy next weekend, so hopefully, fingers crossed, I can I can check it out Sunday night on pay per view. Hopefully, but um, I, I still think it's gonna be a hell of a pay per view though. Jamie Hader. Defeated Sky Blue as she goes into her one-on-one interim match, championship match versus Tony Storm. Then the Rosa did announce this week that she has no timetable, but she should be back soon. That could mean anything, though. You know, that could very much mean anything. But look here, she's positive. No, positive four. So, and Brian Danielson defeated Sammy Guevara in a two out of three falls match, which was actually pretty good. Um. Brian gives so much. He just gives so, so much. So I was happy for him to get this win. I, I think he needed it more than Sammy. Because he just loses too much, in my opinion. But this was the main event. It was pretty good. And also, the last part of this was Ego Ethan Page advanced over Eddie Kingston in the... Uh, what was it called? The Eliminator Tournament? He, it's the one... It's the number one contenders tournament. I did not watch Rampage or even see the rev- uh, the reviews, so I don't know who advanced there in those matches. So that's why I will not announce them. But I just did not get to it this week, so I uh, will find out. I guess like everyone else next week. Uh, some AEW notes: The Elite are a part of the reality show taping right now. Also, Bandito chose AEW over WWE because he did not want to move from Mexico. He wanted to still stay home. He wants to be obligated to move officially to some other parts of the states, and um, that's just what it was. Per Fightful Select, a source that WB would be shocked if AEW wouldn't be offered a renewal deal with a significant increase. That is a great sign there. How much is a, is a significant increase? Some people may think of dollars. I legit has had um, uh, someone tell me. Uh, hey, when they do reviews, man, you know the most you can get is like a percentage, right? I was like, yeah, it's, just, it's usually like not, nowhere near a dollar or anything, but it's, it's usually like 50 or 75 cents. No, that's not the increase. The increase is a lot of money. So they end up doing the math on the increase. It's like, oh, you're right. It's like 75 cents. I said, yeah, I know. I know, dude. I know. 
like this, that companies like this just don't offer that kind of increase they don't offer that kind of money and they're like oh okay so an increase could be a dollar i mean but i think they're gonna be offered a significant increase um i think they're gonna take it um i i, I think when it comes to numbers ratings i think it's, a lot of it's overrated because you have to remember with sports, not scripted sports like we watch in the show, with sports in general, it's so hard to beat the last couple months of it and the first couple months of it. In the middle, it feels like it's all the same because it just gets mixed in, right? But you have the storylines at the beginning of the season, the end of the season, it's a conclusion in the beginning. And wrestling's 24-7. It never stops. So that's why I don't put too much credence into numbers in certain times. Now, if the numbers are bad from December to April, that's just, that's not good, you know? But around this time, I just don't put numbers into any wrestling company. Because no, wrestling is not as high as it used to be. And they're going to get slaughtered on some nights. And when you have nights of NHL, NBA, college, NFL, nobody stands a chance, you know. So I think I think they're going to get a significant increase as well. I, I'm positive with that. Um, I'm sure they're happy with the, everything that they're doing. So I thought it was an interesting take though, or report. Jeff Hardy's hearing is set for later this month. Per Meltzer, FR is already no said, and no, no news on Adam Cole front. Per Dave Meltzer as well, um, but I, I actually want to send in my my own notes. It feels like a Samoa Joe situation where he's probably cleared from his concussion, but he's taking extra time. Like like Joe said this. Joe said he had, he was cleared from his concussion by the time he hit WrestleMania the year of him getting released the first time. Um, he he said that WrestleMania he was actually cleared to go. But he chose himself, he chose to stay on the shelf because he said, man, this was just a, such a freak concussion. It's just probably best if I let my body rest up and, and heal and stuff like that. So I think this is what this is as well. That's what I'm believing at least. CM Punk made his first appearance since the All Out Brawl Out and he returned to his old MMA job. Um, he looked good. Shave, got new hair, a little, little stuff. Um, he looks good, and so that's all that matters. He looks happy. Let's go to Raw. Let's go to WWE. Austin Theory cashed in for the U.S. title. He loses the U.S. title match thanks to Bobby Lashley. Uh, there was a report that Reigns, Roman Reigns, was set to lose one of his championships, probably the WWE title, at Crown Jewel. Apparently, at one point in time, it was factored in to actually have Austin Theory cash in pin Logan Paul and become the new champion. One of the new champions, I'm assuming, is WWE champion. And apparently that was uh, nixed eventually because he did come out, but he got knocked out by Tyson Fury. Um, this was a complete waste of money in the bank, which is why so many people... Which I've, n I've not said anything. I've been hesitant to. I think the idea of a money in the bank pay-per-view is not needed. As a pay-per-view, as a match, I think is needed. But I think once you put it as a pay-per-view, it becomes bigger. To me, the Rumble is big 
because of what it is and what the stakes are. I feel like Money in the Bank, I know so many people are tired of people cashing in. and blah, blah, blah. When you get to watch it live, it's fun. And I was actually able to see Brian Nelson and Daniel Bryan cash in his against Big Show. It was great. I don't think the concept is played out. I really don't. I think the formulaic part of it is played out. Because one, they never know what to do with the women's. The women always cash in with, these are facts. They always cash in 24 hours to two weeks later. They have not held on to a significant amount of time. It's just been weird. And it feels like, it just feels like they've lost their way with it. And on Ferris of Triple H, he was not the one that put this this briefcase or had the idea to put the briefcase on theory. This was a Vince McMahon call. I think they, I think everyone has been in unison by saying they didn't think theory was ready for the world title. That's fine. I think the few things they've done the last several years, like in 2020, you give it to Otis. Just have Otis lose it to the Miz, just so Miz can get in a WWE championship match. And he had a belt for 24 hours. So look here, he, he will forever be a two-time champion. It's awesome. I just feel like they've lost their way with it. And I do think, and there's a report that Triple H is thinking about putting Money in the Bank back at WrestleMania, which probably is better. But I still think the follow-up is the most important thing in this kind of match. So yes, he does cash in, he does lose. And now we have no Money in the Bank. And uh, essentially, it, it, was, it was a waste of a briefcase this year, in my opinion. Nikki Cross won the 24-7 championship and retires it when she throws it in the trash can. That's hilarious. Damage Control plus one partner that's to be determined will face Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and two partners that will be determined in war games. I'm assuming we're not going to get those names until either the week before or actually at the pay-per-view. Mia Yim made her return to WWE, and she aligned herself with the club. This group of fans, this, this, uh, I don't know where Raw was. I forgot to write it down. But boy, oh boy, anything that happened this past week got no reaction. Uh, this should have been a bigger deal for this fan base. Um, but look, she's aligned with the club now. Um, I hope, um, I hope she. They do, I hope they do something different with her. Hope they treat her better. Um, but she's back in the mix, so there you go. SmackDown. The Usos are now the longest reigning tag champs in history, defeating the New Day in the instant classic. These two teams can wrestle forever. We know this. We know. Um, we we know these two teams can do in the ring. Um, I, it's what I expected. Um, I thought it was a good match. I, I'm not mad. I just, as I said last week, this was definitely more manufactured, so it means less to me. The New Days were so random, uh, which, uh, which is how I think it should be. Like, the reason why that Intercontinental Championship title belt, and, and I do maintain this is a record that I just don't think they're going to break it. I, it's hard to keep that middle title on somebody for that long. 
this like in this the, the, the 80s dude those title belts every title belt had a long run i feel like well i will say this, if anyone can do it gunther could definitely be the one to do it but i feel like it's so hard to keep some, uh, that belt on someone because especially with triple h being an old school guy like you don't want to but you see sometimes <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves Sometimes I feel like they think, man, there's so much more this person can be doing. And in their mind, like, we got to get this belt off of them. I think that's why that title will never be, that, that reign will never be broken. I'm, I'm saying that someone's going to try to break it. But I think it's so hard to do that. And even with the tag teams, like, look at it. Look at the three longest reigning tag champs. Two of them are the modern era, which is crazy to think. And one is Demolition, a team they don't even acknowledge on WWE TV. So, I, I, I'm not surprised. Like I said, this is manufactured for the storyline, but I still doesn't take away from doesn't take away from the fact that these guys have been wrestling every almost every week. So you know, congratulations to them. Not mad at all. The Bloodline brawl with the Brutes and Drew McIntyre look like it's like right now. We have four on four war games so far. With obviously the the last two missing pieces, one being Sami Zayn for the Bloodline, and the second being Kevin Owens. That's that's the only place this can definitely go. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out of War Games, especially once they announce everything. You know, per Fightful Select, WWE made a mistake at Crown Jewel by putting Sasha Banks and Naomi in the open. Apparently, it was an old open that they put them in. Apparently, there's nothing to look into that. I mean, believe that if you want. I mean, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're not going to believe that whatsoever. But um, that was a report from Fightful. John Cena reportedly will be at WrestleMania 39. It says action. The report said he'll be in action. That can mean a lot of things. So I'm just going to say, don't get your hopes up, John Cena fans. Natty, Natalia. Will be out for three or more months after no surgery. Tiffany Stratton to be out for a few weeks. The World Cup tournament participants are reportedly Shinsuke Nakamura, Escobar, Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn, Rey Mysterio, Jinder Mahal, Butch, and Ricochet. I guess Butch is not getting that name back that we were hoping he did. Uh, reportedly, Braun Strowman has heat over his flippy tweets, so... I didn't say this last week because I didn't know about it. I had no clue until someone else told me about it. So apparently two weeks ago, after Crown Jewel, when him almost surprised the world by having a decent match, he went on social media, which he tends to do, and said, oh, we don't have to have a flippy, flippy match or whatever to um, be recognized. And of course, he made a lot of people mad. And um, I know Ali made comments and then Braun said, go back to catering. And a lot of people made comments. When Will Ospreay actually had the best comment ever. He said, bro, why are you so mad? You make a lot of money doing this. You just come off as so angry. And he does. This dude legitimately went from, he said, making no money in the field he was in to making seven-figure deal with WWE. Being a former world champion, a former tag team champion, uh, I believe he's a former Intercontinental champion as well. Been treated very well in this company. Got let go. Tried to control his own narrative. I'm doing air quotes because he's been doing air quotes. And 
reason why he didn't do any independence is because his, his price tag was too high. He just no one could afford him. Now he goes back to definitely a six-figure deal. He comes up as just very miserable and very angry. And I get it. He says he likes making, he likes making this, the marks that I'm doing air quotes again. These, this is how he really feels. Because he keeps saying it. So he, he, this is how he really feels. But I just thought it was funny how Paul Osprey, the person who gets knocked the most for having flippy matches, by the way, he has great matches, um, just just said the truth. He said, hey, dude, this, this comes off as bitter. And why are you, of all people, bitter? If you're Mario Gennetti, sure, probably be bitter. You know, I'm using him as an example because I know he's um, going through some health scares. So I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying I would understand if he came off as bitter because there's the analogy of the Mario Gennetti of the group, right? But this guy, he has no reason to be bitter whatsoever. And he just, I don't know. It's like when I, it's, I remember um, I was talking to someone at WrestleCon. I'm actually going back next year. Um, I remember vividly um, him seeing Braun, and it was it was at the booth of controlling the narrative, and uh, or, or they were next to each other. And um, am I losing my voice? <clears throat> I just woke up like two hour, like an hour ago. Sorry, um, but I remember um, he was like, "Should I go get one? Yeah, get this Braun Strowman um, action figure." And I was like, "Yeah, go. You want to come?" He said, "No, nah, he's like a very negative person." And he's like, really? I said, yeah, I'm here to have fun. I don't want to, I haven't bothered any wrestlers and I'm not talking to them when they don't want to be talked to. Like, I don't want to be treated like shit. You know, I said, I'm just not big on that, you know? And, um, yeah, sorry guys. Like when I wake up, I don't actually talk until like the first two or three hours. I've only been up for like 45 minutes and I just start recording. I brush my teeth and start recording. So sorry if my voice sounds, I could tell it sounds different. Um, but I remember he came back and he was like, yeah, dude, he was kind of a dick. I was just telling him how big a fan I was. I was like, yeah, dude, yeah, dude, I got a line. And I looked over and I said, no, he doesn't. Like, he comes up as a very, very negative person for someone who has a lot of fans. A lot of people love Braun Strowman. And he just treats people like shit. And it's like, dude, like, do you even appreciate your fans? Which you don't have to. It's absolutely your right not to. But I don't know why you wouldn't. But anyways, apparently he has heat for it. Lady Frost, after asking for her release from Impact months ago, seems like she's guiding it now. So good for her. Peacock has announced that there's a new Teddy Hart doc documentary in the works. The McAfee's are expecting their first child. Congratulations to them. Zach Efron looks jacked. He is jacked. He is playing Kevin Von Erich in the movie The Iron Claw. You guys need to see the first still photos of this. There's one of him doing a dropkick in blue trunks. There's another one of him. He doesn't look just like Kevin, but he, but by God, like they did a magnificent job. He is absolutely made of just steel. It's ridiculous how he looks. Um, but yeah, check that out. And last but not least, a little, a little drama here. Um, the NWA has suspended Nick Aldis after he put out his release, or put out that he asked for his release and he was granted it. Um, uh, from the Nick Aldis side, it's been reported that he's been very professional, um, but he's come out and said that he's got, he went Billy Corgan because of Billy Corgan's comments about Mickey James and about how the uh, the women in power shouldn't do too well numbers-wise, and he didn't know if he'll be there. Um, 
this is unfortunate because this is the end of a relationship that started uh, three years ago, four years ago, where uh, Lagana, Dave Lagana, who's been a no, he's been disappeared since the hashtag speaking out movement. Um, they went around Nick Aldis and uh, Lagana went around um, with the, the ten pounds of gold series, and I remember actually being working for Rocky Mountain Pro, and legitimately having them come in and talking about it. He actually uh, Nick Aldis they wrestled a match. They couldn't have been more professional, more um, um, nice. Um, that was a big part of it. And I do think with them losing Dave Lagana, they lost a huge, huge asset. Um, whether those allegations against him were true or not, I don't know. Um, hope everyone gets peace in that. But that was a huge loss. And then they kind of lost direction with him. Nick Aldis has come out and said that this is the most toxic promotion in wrestling right now. Um, but... Without Nick Aldis, there is no NWA revival. Period. Bottom line, whether you like the guy or not. Um, him and I actually, spoiler alert, I was going to keep this for a surprise, but I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Him and I actually were supposed to do an interview. And we just couldn't find the time to do it. It's been a few months. Uh, hopefully, we can connect on that sometime next year. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, really weird stuff, you know. And so... This promotion lost a lot of steam during COVID. Lost a lot of steam. There was a lot of people excited about the NWA, the things they were doing. This is completely Billy Corgan's vision. And I think he's lost his way a bit. Obviously, he's lost a lot of talent. Um, he, and he also just doesn't have the resources that other companies do. I know he was saying how he would love to be a feeder system for WWE and or AEW. Um, AEW, for as much as they might need one, um, they still do have dark and dark elevation for that. WWE has NXT, so they don't need one. Um, but it's it's clear this is like not, not a work, and if it is, it's an interesting one. It's a hell of a one, but it's one of those things where Nick Aldis is pretty pissed, and but it said that he's being very professional with the whole situation, and and now he's just speaking his truth, so. Um, that's really unfortunate. Uh, NWA did have their hard times three pay-per-view, and it ended with a very interesting move. Tyrus, who at one time was a national TV champion, I don't know if he still is or not. I haven't watched in like three months. No, no, it's been like two. I didn't watch in October, so one month, one and a half. Um, he ends he ends the night defeating Trevor Murdoch for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. This has to be his first World Championship run. When I saw this, I said, "Wow, okay." And I, then I went on to Instagram just to you know, look at you know food and, and ass, I guess, like everyone else does. Boy, oh boy, the memes and the hate I saw for this was hilarious. I was like, oh shit, like this is real. You're telling you're really telling me how you feel. And I was like, I'm here for it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, NWA has had an interesting week themselves. But either way, congratulations to Tyrus, man. I know he's living his best life. I know he um, does his thing on uh, CNBC every week. And um, look here, I, I, if you're living your best life, I ain't mad at it. That's all we. That's all we want to do. So um, sorry, that's my PlayStation going off. Uh, so uh, so I'm not knocking it. So, anyways, that is your show for this week. Check me out on Wednesday. 
with the Black Panther Wakanda Forever review. And so, and maybe with Nico, it may not be. Either way, with him and I will find a time to record a review. And I will definitely put that out there. So, uh, that is your Monday show. Have a great, blessed week. I'm Slow Chemical, and we are out.